to episode 36 of the Bonfire Banter podcast with me, Megan, aka Bonfire Cherry, with the super duper, truly amazing, but sometimes annoying <laughs> co host Dean from DigiWeb Consultancy. One of these days, you're going to start, start an episode with me insulting you. Um, of you insulting me, I mean. <laughs> and the episode's going to be Dean finally strikes back. <laughs> <laughs> Just starts with me being, saying, what a bastard, <laughs> and then drop a mic. <laughs> <laughs> and with us on this episode, who's been with us the previous four episodes, was it four? Oh, yeah. Four or five episodes as is being the amazing Katie. Hi. From Dotty and Dash, let's say that. You said it now. Yeah, done it. <laughs> done it, said it. It's more fun. people remember remember you more now. I'm speaking too much. I need to get myself a drink because my very and my lips are drying up. But it doesn't help that my I've lo- I've left um leaned my phone against my drink. But oh well. And Anyway, for this episode, it's going to be like a s- smaller, interesting one. Um, before the lockdown, I, um, I do a creative meetup in Northampton with um, Northampton-based creatives. And with that, I bring a red box with me that I printed um, some gems on. And inside the box is some questions. And I thought, for this episode, we go through these questions and see what people and what Dean and um, Katie and me can think of um, replying with. So even I can't remember what um, questions. But these are over about two years old, a year or year or two old. So it should be interesting. And so I start um, start off with, what do you like about what you do, and why do you feel it is important to continue it? Should I go? Yeah. <laughs> um, what do I like about what I do? Um, I enjoy it. And that's really important, right? Like I'm doing something that I really enjoy and I have fun doing it. And it doesn't feel like a chore or work. And I love that. In like when I get loads of orders and I have to send them all out, I love packing them all up and making them look pretty I like every bit of it and that's lovely and it's probably important I keep doing it because I do enjoy it and I'm quite lucky that I do do something that I enjoy because not everybody is able to do that so yeah yeah how about you Dean yeah it's really good well I enjoy problem solving so a lot of what I do is kind of Mostly kind of website design related, but um, it's also some technical stuff. A little bit of things like email marketing and stuff. In terms of anything design related, it's problem solving, knowing how to make everything work. So, yeah. That's my answer. I suppose for me, it it, it keeps you busy, keeps me out of trouble. And... um, yeah, it just makes me feel good at times. I suppose the be- that's the best way of describing it. Yeah, you know, I just 
like the psycho it keeps you busy keeps gets the creative juices out and helps pass the time and following from that do you want to do you hear a next question uh, hear the next question how long does it take to do a typical project Mm, for me, probably a couple of weeks, depending on what it is. It can go from one extreme to another with me. It can take a day or so. It can take a few months. It really depends on the complexity. But um, yeah, anything craft-related, it's usually like a few days. I'm more of a kind of different craft. It's just kind of IT stuff, so. Yeah, for me, um, take uh, my new design uh, I've done recently, um, Toku Flowers. That took uh, around about an hour to draw up, or about another hour to put it onto the lino, around about two hours to carve, then around about half an hour to an hour to print properly to get a, a good prints. Then I spent Around about half an hour um, going over with watercolours. So a fair while. I think, again, it depends with me, really. Like, it, sometimes I'll come up with an idea and design it, and I can do it in half an hour and make it into a design and be like, oh, I'm happy with that. Other things, I'll keep going back to it for quite a while and then I might not even like it and then it might not even make it into being the design that I'll think oh I'll put it on the website and sell it some of them just some of them just don't make it um, and then I'll just waste my time tweaking them and then I'll be like no I'm not happy with it I don't like it um, but sometimes if I come up with an idea and I'm like oh I like really like that and then I'll create it and it might might be on the website within half an hour by the time I've made it and made all the pictures for it and stuff so yeah, Is there anything you don't like about what you do? I would say for me, it might sound weird because it's not exactly a physical job, but um, it, it can be very tiring because mental fatigue, because of having to think so much, it's <laughs> exhausting. Should I go? Yeah, you can go. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know if there's anything I don't like. I don't know, really. I think when, well, probably when, but I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing, but probably when I've been really, really busy and then I've had loads of orders to send out at the same time, which is no bad thing because I don't want to like not have orders, but then it's a lot to deal with. And when I've got like loads to pack up and I'm doing it on my own. So when we went away on holiday earlier in the year, 
and I didn't want to close my shop down because I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I put it on holiday mode, will it be all right again when we get back? So I didn't and I just extended my um, shipping time to kind of take into account that I wasn't there. But then when I came back, I had like way more orders than I would normally have had. And I got back off holiday and I was really ill and I had like, I don't know, 30 orders to pack up and send out. That wasn't very nice. I didn't enjoy that very much. But, but that's not a bad thing. So I was still really grateful that I had those orders. Um, but yeah, it was, that was a lot to do all at once when I felt really ill. So yeah. I think for me, it's a, um, I have to say it's when you designs you want to sell, don't sell. The ones thinking, oh, I've put a lot of work in design. I truly like, but it doesn't sell. <laughs> I'd agree with that. It's annoying. Because I'll do one and I think, oh, I love that. It's so nice. And then people will be like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> like, okay. I think we can fit one more question in. What's the best compliment you have ever received about your work so far? I'm just going to go and have a look at my reviews. Hang on. What do you think about yourself, Megan? Uh, I'm going to be do the cheap, um, the cheap, um, cheap way and say that any compliments have been a good one. Um, I've been like, I think it's the very first compliment I got from a work saying how amazing it was, how amazing the skiff, um, gif wrapped and whatnot. Yeah, I like that when people are like, because I think I, I spent a really long time like working on my brand and my packaging and everything. And that's definitely a part of what I do. And when I sell a print, you're getting it nicely packaged and I have my stickers that go on it and it all is all very on brand. So I sell them as you can send them as gifts to people, which a lot of people do. And that's really nice. I think that's quite a compliment that somebody would just directly send it to somebody as a present and it's coming straight from me. So that's nice. Yeah, I think generally whenever someone recognises the complexity which goes into a project, that tends to be something I really appreciate because if I could create a button which does something, it can be very easy to try and kind of trivialise it, assuming very simple, but the stuff it actually does behind the scenes there's a lot to factor in yeah that but people a lot of people don't realize kind of the work that goes into something that people produce and don't think about that i think yeah, definitely. probably twice out of all the hundreds of sales i've had i've had somebody going well i'm, I'm not pleased with it because i could have done that at home and it's like well i don't think you could have done it <laughs> yeah but also you don't have my designs and no i don't think you could have done but <laughs> I remember doing a store on the Market Square a few years ago. I was the only craft store. And people were saying, well, your stuff's well overpriced. I can just buy a cheaper bag from Primarts and whatnot. Yeah, and that's the thing, I think one, pe- one thing people really tend well, to take for granted to then is, lose out. Um, is their loss. Just everything yeah, which goes on before you like actually no, do the work it's... itself. 
a lot of it it's is having just the kind right of preparation and, audience as well isn't um, it so like if you're coming onto Etsy to buy my thing that's handmade and I put a lot of time and effort into doing and packaging and sending nicely to you if you don't want to pay that price for it then you know go on eBay or something and get something that's cheaper and isn't going to come nicely packaged and things because that's what you're paying for as well and if you don't want that then you probably shouldn't be shopping on Etsy or you probably shouldn't be shopping on your website do you know what I mean like that's that's the difference isn't it yeah well I think about like Chinese knockoffs as an example I mean you're not just paying for the cost of the product itself you're paying for the expertise They don't always factor in the cost of the expertise that goes into it because it's like I heard a story about someone who, um, well, basically kind of a nuclear submarine, which was kind of dead in the water. There was some problem with it. They couldn't work out exactly what it was. So they got some expert on to um, work out the problem. And so they just kind of had a little look around, a little listen to stuff. And then they just, um, they just got a, a mallet and just went and just um hits part of it and it's like trunk and then suddenly just like started come to life and um i can't remember the figure which he put on his invoice it was something like um a hundred thousand dollars or something like that and he got a question for it well why are we why is this amount on your invoice because um, all you did was come onto the submarine and just um hit part of it well, it says, well, there's a call-out charge, and then the rest of it is knowing where to hit it. True, though. <laughs> and I think with that, I will end this episode with a random fact. And this one comes um, from DOIVinci.com, and this is about the sewing machine. The sewing machine was invented in 1790 by Thomas Saint. Oh, I like the sewing. I wish I could sew. I could make my own tote bags then. It'd be a lot cheaper. It'd be. I, do you know what? I've got a sewing machine. It's not actually here, but I love sewing. And I went and did a course in that, at that shop in Ellsbarton. I can't remember what it's yeah. called. I think I know. I just can't remember the name. It's like a half-day sewing course there, and it was brilliant. And I don't sew enough, but I really enjoy it. I do really like doing it. But in our old house, I made blinds and curtains and everything. If I can, if I've got oh. something that I can pull apart that was already there and I can copy it, I'm actually quite good. <laughs> if I had to make something from scratch, I'd probably struggle. I wouldn't say I can exactly sew, but um, I I can do bookbinding, so kind of. Mm -hmm. I know yeah, I like it. I find it quite relaxing. As long as I don't think I'm going to get a needle through my finger, I'm all right. There's that. Uh, this has been Megan, aka Bonfire Cherry, with the amazing formative co-host. I continue to be Dean from DigiWeb Consultancy. Um, with us, um, who's been with us the, um, since episode thirty. 32 has been the amazing 
Kate from Dotty and Dash. And where can people find you again? Uh, Dotty and Dash UK on Etsy and Dotty and Dash on social media, Instagram, Facebook. And you can find us on The Great Show's Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred podcasting platform. And if you've been liking us, don't forget to hit that subscribe button or follow button to be notified when a new episode goes live. And I hope you've been enjoying these recent few episodes with um, Kate. It's been really, really good. And for that, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. Bye.